escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.
Joining us from all over the world, hello, and welcome to the 15th edition of the Springboard Rose Show. Today is historic because this is the first time a totally virtual convocation of the Rose Show, which has been running for the past 14 years, since 2007. This year, we are hosting four events. One in April, which we are doing right now, June, November, and September. Today, therefore, is the first of four amazing experiences that we choose to bring from the Rocho Foundation. For those of you joining us for the first time and asking what this is all about, the Rocho is a mentoring platform that generates conversations and interactions between achievers and young people about leadership, entrepreneurship, talent, investment, and career development. If there ever was a time when such conversations are needed, it is now. This generation of young people are facing challenges previous generations did not face. They are dealing with pressures their peers or their parents are unfamiliar with and are asking questions that someone needs to answer. Springboard will continue working with young people and enabling us 
to become the best we can be leaders of this great continent of ours. The theme for this year is repositioning. We are reviewing the past, we are redesigning our present, and reimagining our future. The changes the world has seen, especially with COVID-19 and the growth of technology and innovation, has meant that individuals, companies, and even nations have to radically rethink the ways in which they do things and reposition themselves for the future. The virtual convocation of Springboard is a clear example of repositioning. As you may well know, Springboard is, over the years, we've, take, we've gone all, to all regions of Ghana, and in 2011, we did go to Gambia and Nigeria. Whenever we went over, we were blessed to hang out with young people from all, all, all um, persuasions. And sometimes we even had the privilege of working with thousands of young people in in-person sessions. All the excitement, fun, you can't even think about. As a result, we have been privileged to directly impact the lives of over 250,000 people. At the 10th edition of Springboard, four years ago, we decided and we made a bold prediction that said we would go increasingly digital until one day everyone would converge virtually and seamlessly from all over the world. The good news is that today, our prediction has come true. You know, with the help of, I mean, with the help of COVID-19. Today, every young person joining us today would have the same virtual experience, whether you are watching us from Accra, from Afram Plains, from Afajato, Navrongo, Ilubu, wherever you will have the same experience as someone or your counterpart in Abuja, Freetown, Johannesburg, London, or Washington. We can all listen to the presentations, enjoy the entertainment, ask questions, win prizes, and enjoy the virtual experience. Virtual indeed is a leveler. Today's edition of the Roadshow is even more relevant due to the challenge that we as a nation face. When we look at the unfortunate choices some of our young people take due to pressures that they face from their peers and society, poor choices can ruin someone's life. Springboard does offer a mentoring platform like no other. So today... As we receive the guest mentor's presentation by Dr. Joyce Ayi and the keynote presentation from Nana Bene, CEO of UMB Bank, we will also have some young voices sharing their stories. We'll have music from Six Strings and spoken word performance by Benuma. I will shortly announce how to win some of the prizes in the wow moments from our various sponsors. We will finally have a colloquium where you share your questions and comments and hang out with our resource people. Springboard would not be where we are without our sponsors and partners. I would therefore like to celebrate the dynamism and commitment of our sponsors, MTN Pauls, UMB Bank, Enterprise Group, and I would also like to thank our communication partners or our media partners, Multimedia Group, and the Graphic Communications Group. As I bring my remarks to a close, I would like to say a big thank you to the innovative team at Springboard. You put this together. And for Team Invictus for supporting their production, we are very grateful. Once again... Thank you and welcome to the global virtual convocation of the Springboard Roadshow. Reach out to a friend, tag them, let them share this amazing experience. Thank you. The MTN Pulse Wow Moment is rewarding five Springboard virtual participants with 1,000 CDs worth of data or airtime each. To win, download the MTN Pulse app and mashup. Get 10 of your friends and family to also download the Pulse app and mashup. Email your name, phone number, social media handle, and a list of the 10 who have downloaded the Pulse app to info at springboard.com.gh 
or WhatsApp it to 024-9999-555. One winner will be randomly selected each Sunday in May and rewarded with 1,000 CDs worth of data or airtime. Listen out for the announcement on Springboard, your virtual university, on Joy FM every Sunday at 7 p.m. Another six o'clock is here. Wake up and meet the morning, dear. Brand new day is a brand new slate. Like Barack say, yes I can, no next to worries of yesterday. Hold you down on this lovely thing. We'll look up in the mirror and say, yes I can, no find your way, find your way. Nothing will way, nothing will way. Can't even put that I got a mother can up. Nothing will way. career that has spanned the corporate, public, ministry, advocacy, and not-for-profit sectors. Our guest mentor for today is more than qualified to speak in a conversation about repositioning. She recently celebrated her 75th birthday, and today, Springboard once again joins her mentees and fans across Ghana and the world to say Ayiko to this great role model of our time. Springboard 2021 Roadshow. A round of applause as we invite the founder of the Salt and Light Ministries, Dr. Joyce Ayer, to share her guest mentor's comments. It is wonderful to be part of this great program, Springboard. I've had the privilege of participating in it, and I have learned so much from Reverend Albert and Comfort, who are my favorite people, best couple in the world. Just by the way they work together. And what we're going to do today is to open up the opportunities that we have on hand. Now, we're talking about repositioning. And the word that readily comes to mind is invest. Invest. Well, I know my nephew, Nana Bene, is all about investment. But Nana, I wasn't thinking about investing only money. 
I'm thinking also about investing time, investing energy, investing talents. That's what I'm thinking about. Because if we're going to reposition, then we need to understand that things are never going to be the same. We need to think ahead. I'm reminded of Noah's Ark. Anytime I think of our time now, I mean, suddenly the world changed. They were on water for a long time, and then they got put on a mountain. The past was gone. They had to think of how to deal with the present as well as the future. And remember, eight people, eight people, and everything changed since that time. So I want to talk about some roots that we need to have. Because all of us, everybody who has an encounter with Springboard is a leader. And being a leader does not mean that you hold the highest position in an organization or that you must necessarily be the CEO of your own company or that you will be the president of the country. But leading means bringing something useful to development, bringing some innovative ideas, bringing some innovative practices, being ahead of the pack, being proactive, recognizing that whatever you do makes an impact for good or for ill. For me, each one of us is a leader. I'm not talking potential. Each one of us is a leader, wherever we find ourselves. So there are some roots that we need to think about. And the first root, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm using root because, you know, you see a tree, a big tree. And all you see is the power and strength of the tree. But the tree is standing tall and powerful because it's got some roots deep down that nobody can see. All we see is the power that the tree has. So if you are a leader, what we see on the outside must be based on some roots that you have, personality traits. And the first one is your integrity. I know the word has become almost like a cliche, but whatever it is, you can't run away from it. Integrity is really being true to yourself and true to those around you. Who you are at home in your bedroom ought not to be different from who you are in the public space. And that's really what is killing most of us. We try to be something other than we are. And we fail. But be true to yourself. And being true to yourself means you are anchored in some good values. Some really strong good values. One of the best values is that life is not a population of one, yourself. Life is about others and yourself. And that what you do in the public space to make other people's lives better is best of all. You feel fulfilled when you have contributed to something good. So if you are a leader, you must remember that you need a few followers, even in your home. Fancy um, you being the leader in the home and your spouse and your children you couldn't care less what you're doing. Or being in the office and really you talk ad infinitum and nobody cares. So you need followers. And followers are end. You can't force them. So you need to be true to yourself. That's the way I'll talk about integrity. And then you need a vision. What is your life about? You know, I, I know we talk a lot about vision. And again, because we are not true to ourselves, we want to grab somebody's vision. We want to grab somebody's vision. But we are not all the same. We're not all the same. We are different. And really, the world is so big, all of us can make great contributions to the world. And 
what we need to do is to determine what would I like to do? Have a, a mental picture of how you would like to contribute to life. So after integrity is your vision, shape it, hone it, think about it. And again, remember that it's not a competition because there's room for everything. There's room for everyone. There's room for every idea. The thing is to own the idea, believe in it, and work on it. The third route is concern. Now, assuming that you are in the midst of people and all you think is about yourself, you need to know how others feel when you're doing things. You know, like Roadshow is going um, virtual. You cannot believe how much time has been spent making sure that people in Alaska, people in South Africa, people uh, in maybe uh, a corner in Libya, desert, are able to participate in, in this. Now, that is part of the concern. And then all the people working behind the scenes, the, the concern should be for how they're faring, how they're doing. Are we waking them up in the middle of the night to work? Most of the time, all we want are results. So we don't really care what happens. Now, the fourth route is creativity. And I'm not talking about being an artist. I'm not talking about being an artist or being um, um, somebody with a, the, the gift for words. Somebody's going to come and tell us a poem. That's not what I'm talking about. And I'm not talking about being a dressmaker. What I'm thinking about in terms of creativity is how you deal with problems. How do you deal with problems? You have to be creative about problem solving. You know? So you have to think about what you want to do. You have to think about the effect it has on people. And every time you have to think of better ways of doing things. And all of us are capable of being creative. The fifth route is results orientation. When you've done everything have to be results. And those in the corporate world will tell you, you have to have results. And one of the things I would challenge Rocio with is one of the results we have to see more often is how what we have done has shaped people's lives for the better. We need more of those stories. More of those stories because our intention on Roadshow is to raise a generation or generations of people whose mindsets are different, whose mindsets are positive, whose mindsets um, are such as to make our continent and our world a better place. Enough of the complaining. Enough of the complaining. We want results. So if you have a complaint, it means you feel that something should be done in a better way. So find that way of doing it rather than moaning and looking for somebody else to do it. So if you want to be an effective leader, you need to be results-oriented. The sixth is courage. <laughs> this life is hard. I know we wish that we could walk through life and get all that we want. No. It doesn't happen that way. And courage is not only because a car is coming and you courageously raise your hand and say, stop. That's not the kind of courage I'm talking about. I'm talking about the courage to take difficult decisions. Difficult decisions. Sometimes decisions about yourself and the way you need to reposition, the way you need to think about the past, the way you need to think about the present, and the way you need to envision a future. It takes courage. And those of you at the head of the corporate ladder, sometimes you ask your HR people to take decisions about people's performance and so on, and now the results come, and somebody you like very much has to take a walk, a walk outside of the organization. And then you remember, oh, we grew up together. Oh, the father is my friend. Oh, the mother is my, my wife's friend, and so on. 
we need to take courage. And one of the things that we need most of all on our continent and in our world is courage to take hard decisions. Decisions that we know will benefit people. So, we need to review the past using the roots of integrity, of vision, of concern, of creativity, of results orientation, and courage. We need to redesign our present. I mean, our present is that we are talking to so many people in the world and they are not even face-to-face. We're doing work from home. It takes courage to do some of these things. You need a certain level of integrity. If you're working from home, are you lying on your bed? And then when it's time to uh, present your report, you hurriedly go, steal from here, steal from here. No. Are you diligent? That's part of integrity. And that is also part of results orientation. And then we need to reimagine. This is where creativity comes in. Reimagine the future. What is the future going to be like? The future needs to be shaped in such a way that we are not individually the only beneficiaries. It needs to be shaped in such a way that all the things we've been looking for in a, a world of harmony. Now, a world of harmony does not mean a world which is uniform. You know, because nature itself tells us that there is unity, but in great diversity. We're told that we get oxygen from plants. Frankly, it's not only one tree. Wherever we are, there are various, various plants. Some are shrubs, some are big trees, some are little trees, and so on. But the issue is that each of them provides what we need. And even in our, in our own world, I mean, we're all different. But the beauty is that in our diversity, we reckon ourselves as human beings with desires, with wants, with skills, with um, talents, with a desire to make a difference. And so we work towards that. I guess in Ghana we say um, one nation with a, a common destiny. Yes, one nation, one destiny. Yeah? Something like that. But frankly, the nation is even divided into 16 regions, 275 constituencies. The, the, I mean, this nation is awash with potential for greatness. But we need to recognize that in our diversity, we are strong because we work together. I don't know how you're going to take the springboard. I am very excited because never mind what the gentleman said about me being 75. I'm a very young lady and I intend to benefit from the roadshow and learn a few more things because I have the privilege of relating to many people, old and young. And I would love to be part of the growth that we're looking for, the repositioning of our world. And remember, it's not just repositioning Ghana, its development both socially and economically, but repositioning the world so that we can all benefit from its great diversity. Thank you very much. Hi, this is Benima, and I would like to say a big hello to the entire Springboard International audience. We want to say a big thank you to Reverend Albert and Comfort Ocrine for offering this amazing platform that even in times like this, we can have such an effective youth empowerment program. I also want to say thank you to Dr. Joyce Ayi for that wonderful session. I hope this generation gets many more women just like you. So, I have a question for you. How important is reading to you? How important are books? What do you learn about the women before you, the women ahead of you? What do books mean to you? 
For me, the archive is screaming of black women dreaming, of being kept silent yet still achieving mammoth achievements not meant to be achieved. The archive is telling of who is excelling and launching and flying while still fish is frying. In silence she flies, not like Baye in the night, because the only way for her to take flight is to be shrouded in her own light. So we shine, let it shine, let it shine. Ever functional, she shows the way. Ever useful, that's the thing about her body. She is nothing because she is everything. Mother of the old and new world, the whole new world that in your mind was achieved was given a chance to breathe from the space between her legs, even though you stored her in little juice boxes. Hmm. You stored her in spaces meant for fermented juice for fruits, but still you never quite cut the roots. Be ye not drunk, brethren, you never cut the roots. The archive is crying for those women dying before the chance to fly rose high, so high. The archive is calling for those women in mourning whose eyes we pry open to the mind's beautiful game close to that which we are told garners shame. You say we're too loud, we get hate for being proud. You mock our bodies, steal our shapes, and make clothing that would never fit us from our next nape. This is not black girl magic. This is a black girl being emphatic that no matter whether you care, you must still be aware that I know how you see me. We know how you see me, but do you see what I see? Of course you do. It's the silent army. Ya Santua, Okuhinko, Juliana and Krumai, you have to work harder and harder and harder. Marie Joseph Angelique, she struck the match, she set it alight. Each woman is unique. The archive is screaming of black women dreaming. So open your eyes and see what they're achieving. Misaki, enter. Enter the net. <laughs> he came to visit me today and I have roped him in, but he doesn't know huh? that we have a challenge. What? I'm giving you 10 seconds. We are going to write a poem and our themes are Love and technology. Wait, what? Yeah, get your phone. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. Once in a while, I like to challenge my poet friends. Yeah. Okay, so 10 seconds. Yeah. Mm, uh, what will we need do? for this poem? We, we need phones. Okay. How are you writing? What are you writing? I think I have something. I think I have something. This is going to be like a challenge. <laughs> well, let's see. Mm. Wait. I love you to the moon and back. I love you to the moon and back. Mm -hmm. In my great-grandfather's day, he walked a thousand miles to have a say in front of his love. Yeah. He created contraptions with the perfect technology to catch that which would bring joy to her face. My love, here, I crunch here for our soup. I sling my shots for you to cook. Right under the moonlight, we told each other sweet stories of a sweet tomorrow. Well, that was yesterday. And, and today, today is, is that, that tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> I, I love you to the, the moon and back. In my grandmother's day, birds chirped, butterflies bounced on waves of colorful sound. Mm. The sweet fragrance of fresh flowers filling the air, giving us ambience enough as the wind spoke through the leaves they rustled. Mm. Those whistles that came from my curved lips to mention your name from behind the compound. Those beaded hips that swayed as you walked by my side. The ahenema that adorned your beautiful feet when we walked hand in hand in love when you will say, I love you to the moon and back. I love you to the moon and back. Mm. My parents talk a lot about writing letters. <laughs> my dearest Abana, my, my darling Kojo. <laughs> as pens scratch the surface of off-white paper, oh. carried by hand from one school gate to another, yes. kept in chop boxes long forgotten. <laughs> my dearest Abana, my, my darling Kojo. <laughs> the Westerners have made it to the moon and back. Wait. We, we use the phones. phones. <laughs> Memorize my number. Mm -hmm. Nine, six, uh -huh. seven, six, five, one, nine, seven. Round and round and round like the flow of blood from my heart to my head to the bottom of my feet. Knowing you may not yet be back from school. And round and round and round and round. Hello. You see, I just wanted to call to say... <laughs> 
I love you to the moon and back. I see you. <laughs> oh, ping. MSN Messenger. Mm, MySpace. High five. Okay, reposition. Mm. Through taps on digital screens, uh. emojis, stickers, coded messages, uh. now I can show you the moon. I can show you a video of its cool white surface. Well, the distance is not enough to separate as technology brings you closer to me. I love you, my moonlight today, to the moon and back. Your selfies wake me. Ah. Your video calls melt me. Hey. Voice notes give me fever and your DMs, dear. There are enough motivations for me to love you dearly. dearly. The coded song lyrics enforce the bond between us. The Facebook posts set my heart afloat Ooh. and your tweets enhance my heartbeats. We've got this love on fleek okay. in this current times. I love you to the moon and back. I love you to the moon and back. Through momos that boost our love notes. Yes. The karaoke night, the salsa that we flew to learn and bring here, they make me happy. Mm. My love, you put me on the moon and back. Mm. Mm. I will love you on the moon. Look, our dreams of yesterday. Now look at us. Now on the moon, we have teleported our emotions by repositioning our visions and positioned ourselves for the future. We trudged along flowery paths in the past. Yes. Sending data-laden emotions to freshen our love today and keep emotions at bay. And very soon, our love will be seen through telescopes on the moon. Because when I said I loved you to the moon and back, I meant it. <laughs> and now I'm back from the future hey. to make it happen. <laughs> I, I love, love you, you to the, the moon, moon and back. Hi, this is Albert and I have some great news for you. Here is one more way to matriculate and graduate every single week. Your favorite inspirational program, Springboard Your Virtual University, now airs on Joy Prime on your multi-TV at DSTV channel 281 every single week. Join us this and every Friday from 5 p.m. till 6 p.m. as we explore different subjects and our theme for the year, repositioning. Springboard Adventure University will therefore now be on Joy FM, Facebook, and YouTube every Sunday at 7 p.m. and on Joy Prime from 5 p.m. till 6 p.m. every Friday. Springboard is brought to you by the Springboard Ratio Foundation in partnership with the Multimedia Group and proudly sponsored by NTN, UMB Bank, the Enterprise Group with support from the graphic business. Springboard, your personal value will shoot up. Don't be left out. Download the MTN Pulse app from the App Store or Play Store to mash up all day, every day. You can also enjoy more mashup. Just buy the new Mega Bundle and get 3 gigabytes data, extra 400 megabytes for your social apps, and free MTN to MTN calls every Monday. So just go ahead, feel the pulse on MTN Pulse. Just be. We're good together everywhere you go. From Trotro Passenger to Tier Robber Car Owner. At Enterprise, we take care of life's uncertainties so you are free to make your dreams a reality. Dream big with us. Enterprise, your advantage. UMB was established in 1972 as the premier bank for the corporate and private sector in Ghana. From our very beginning, as the only Ghanaian bank serving all categories of businesses, we set a standard for excellence and innovation over the past 45 years. We've built a financially healthy and strong bank, demonstrated our commitment to our customers and to growing businesses, and exhibited originality and innovation at every turn. At UMB, our focus is built around people, service, products and technology, these are the key to our present success and our future triumphs. At UMB, we are poised to make a difference not only with our customers, but also in the banking industry. We invite you to share in our future. Our future starts now with you. He recently assumed the reins as CEO of the UMB Bank, incidentally the same bank at which he began his career two decades ago. In between these two experiences is an interesting leadership journey that has taken him to different countries and different organizations. 
What are the lessons picked up along the way? And how can our young participants reposition themselves to enable them climb all the way to the top? It's time to find out. Springboard 2021 Roadshow. A huge round of applause as we welcome our keynote speaker for today, Nana Dremor Bene. When I was asked to speak, I spent some time thinking about what to say. Because you see, we, are, we live in very privileged times now. In our lifetime, the world has changed several times over. And things that we see today, we only dreamt about um, 20 years ago. 20 years ago, what we see in reality today were fairy tales that we read in books. But we have the privilege of living, of experiencing how then do we take advantage of this new world which we find ourselves in? So today I will speak about three key lessons I have learned as I've gone through the world from the last 20 odd years and how that has shaped my thinking in terms of the present um, and in terms of the future. The first thing I want to talk about is how we position ourselves in the world of work, in the world of corporate, and indeed in the world where we interact with other people. The big lesson I learned here is that it is not about me. It is actually about what the world appreciates about me and what the people around me appreciate about me. So to give you an example, I'll tell you about uh, the year 2000. I was uh, working as a management trainee and I just got to myself a really cushy job to go and work with a director in Kenya. And I was full of myself and of my achievements, having been able to get this great thing. I was the envy of most of my friends. When I got there, he had a personal assistant who was onboarding me. One of the first things he told me was, please remember that your job is to make your boss happy. I found that was very strange. I had all these skills, and I was going to impress, to show them what I could do. Surely, I could not be reduced to just making my boss happy. So during that week, I was still working on cloud nine, buoyed up by my experiences. And then I made my first presentation to my boss. 30 minutes later, he came out of the office. There was red ink all over the paper that I had given to him. He had changed the formation of sentences, and a few punctuations I'd forgotten he had corrected. My world plummeted. How is it that somebody so accomplished should be reduced to this level? It took me about a week to actually pull myself out of the doldrums to understand that it was not about me. It was about the service I was offering and how he would appreciate that service. In time, I got to understand his style. I got to learn that my Achimota English did not quite uh, meet his needs uh, in Nairobi. And so I had to adapt my style to suit his needs. Thankfully, we built a wonderful working relationship, but I learned a very big lesson after that. The skills that I think are important to me may not necessarily be the skills that others appreciate or want. And in working and in even dealing with clients, you do have to pay attention to what it is that they require from you. Many of us have many skills uh, being gifted by the Lord in various ways. And sometimes we run the risk of appreciating some of them more because that is how we like to see ourselves. So, for example, you may be very good at coaching, encouraging, and motivating. But your headspace is stuck on the fact that you are very uh, analytical. And that is the skill that you feel most proud about. But hey, reality check. The world is looking for you to inspire and to motivate them, not necessarily for your analytical skills. And so you must pay heed to what the world is telling you they appreciate about you. And that is the value of feedback. It's become a very cliched word, but feedback is extremely valuable. For you to be able to not only look in the mirror, but also understand what is coming from the outside, so that you can zero in on a skill that is truly marketable and make the impact that you want. So that you are not a mediocre analyst, but rather a great motivator, like Reverend Albert and Comfort Okran do on a daily basis. 
So learn to understand what the world values most about you and use that as your success tool to becoming what it is you want. Take it from me. From a former student who dreamed of becoming a doctor, later revised to becoming a pharmacist, and when the A-levels didn't show that quite, ended up doing economics and philosophy, um, which I enjoyed so immensely, and ended up in an unlikely place as a bank. You see, everything you do, every experience you make, counts ultimately for something. You will be surprised how my philosophical skills have helped me in the boardrooms, sometimes to outwit Auntie Joyce, who sat in the boardroom with me uh, on many occasions. So do not discount any experience you have. It all goes to repositioning you to make you relevant for every single opp opportunity you get to exploit it. The only thing I will caution is that you must stand for certain things. And as Joy said it, your integrity, your ethics may not be compromised, even in your quest of satisfying your client or satisfying your boss. But in so doing, I urge that you do that quietly and firmly. We live in a world where the more noise you make on social media, the more popular you are. But that does not give you the sustainability to be the kind of person you want to be in future. It is often good to state your case quietly and firmly and consistently so people associate you with a certain set of values. It will stand you in good stead. I'm reminded that Joseph, who was the husband of Mary, uh, was described as a just man. But there's nowhere in the Bible where is recorded any word from Joseph. Even though we never hear him speak, he is still described as the just man. So sometimes you can still be described or defined without necessarily making a lot of noise that distracts from the value that you have. My second point, it is a continuous learning journey. And the destination is when life ends. I smile a lot when people say, we want you to talk about how you got to the top. It is a journey. When we say you, how you got to the top, we see it like a destination. But it never ends. It is a continuous learning opportunity all the time. Last year, Reverend Albert and Comfort were climbing Afajato. And they will tell you that they needed certain skills to get there. But once they got there, they needed other skills. If they were going to stay there, you needed other skills to stay. If you had to come down, you need other skills to come down as well. And so the top is not really the end. And so in our positioning, we have to recognize that each level we get to is just another step in the lifelong journey we have. Once we think that way, it enables us to continually reposition ourselves and make ourselves relevant in a fast-changing world that we find ourselves in. Imagine the world we live in now. People can actually live in the UK and hold full-time jobs in Ghana. Very easy. Um, because of uh, the COVID pandemic, People have designed new ways of doing business. I have friends in Okaishi when during the lockdown, customers were not coming to their shops, had to buy cars and start delivery services to their clients. The world constantly changes. We cannot afford to convince ourselves that we have arrived at any point in time of our lives. Let us focus our lives not on a single journey, but on a series of journeys. And the series of journeys will ensure that we stay relevant at each point in time um, of our lives. We live in a world where we have machine learning. We have robotics. Two years ago, I was in China, and I ordered room service, and a robot delivered the room service to my door. Um, during the pandemic in Rwanda, robots were nursing some patients. This is the new world that we live in. We now have uh, automated uh, assistants um, who offer services if customers want banking services and many other services that are going on. Each time I tell my colleagues that very soon 
the very core cards that we are holding will be relevant. The jobs that we now hold so dear and we value so much will not exist anymore. And if that happens, what then do we do? Learning in itself has changed. Now it's not so formal. You do not need to sit in classrooms all the time. The time has come that whatever skill we have, we see it as temporary and work to build on other skills. Because the world as we know it, our educational system as we know it, was built for a certain world that does not exist anymore. And what is our response? In this new world, it is democratized. You can go to Harvard while you sit in Agobloshi, in the world that we are in now. But what are we waiting for? It cannot be that what we have is satisfactory to us. We need to strive in a world that has made it increasingly accessible for us to gain whatever it is we gain so that our repositioning and our reimagining can become a reality even as we assess what it is that we have done in the past. So we invest. We invest in new skills every day. And all of us have to do that. Nobody has arrived. My third point talks about survival. And survival in this world. You see, the world we live in is a far cry from the Eden that the Lord designed the world to be. And so daily, we are faced with a lot of stress, even as we continually develop, and even as our uh, civilization continually moves faster and faster. We have to recognize that there is stress in the world. And in the past, it was a sign of weakness when you succumb to stress, or when you could not sort of move on anymore. In this world we are in, it is a sign of strength to admit that you need help. And many times when we speak to colleagues, to friends, to relatives, and to all other people in the world, we encounter people who are actually battling under the weight of the stress that our new modern world has brought us to us. The encouragement is that we have to own up to the stress and seek help. In addition to that is the absolutely valuable resource of mentors. Seeking out mentors and seeking to be mentors to others as well. That dialogue that goes on through mentorship is an essential ingredient to growing, to developing, to taking advantage, and to making sure we thrive in this new world that we find ourselves in. I've been blessed with many, many mentors. And a number of them have been very tough with me. Escuchas ese rugido Sientes la experiencia de poder La emoción de la libertad Ya estás preparado Para vivir tu nueva aventura Nueva Ram 1500 Hecha para vivir Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC I think these days we are a bit too sensitive I think that these days We take offense too easily And we miss out the massive opportunity That failure And mentorship And correction brings into our lives. If there is one value that I think we need to adopt as we reposition ourselves for the future, is learning to put aside our feelings and taking the lesson that comes from some of these uncomfortable situations. Find yourself an anchor in life. I have been privileged to work in a number of world-renowned institutions, and I have been privileged to see people who lead such big organizations from a distance. The one thing I've increasingly learned is that as the responsibilities increase, so does the acknowledgement that there is a being somewhere who is much greater than we all are, who actually controls what we do. And the more responsibility you gain, the more you get to acknowledge that. So find that being in your life, whatever you conceive him to be. As for me, I know that I go to my Lord through Jesus Christ. And that has been a sure anchor in my life. And when things get really tough and uncomfortable, somehow he sees me through. So in this world, I will encourage you and urge you, seek that anchor. It is a very turbulent world we live in. Many things are happening, and the more you gain your responsibility, 
the more complicated it will become, the more complex you have to face, the more issues that will be thrown at you, the more you will feel like giving up. But in my experience, once you have that anchor, it works. And in the end, you are able to move forward. I would like to end with one poem that has become one of my favorite poems. So here goes. The poem is the Desiderata. Some of you may have seen it before. Every day I read it. Every day I am inspired. And I hope that you will be um, as well. Go placidly amid the noise and the haste. And remember what peace that there may be in silence. As far as possible without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quietly and clearly and listen to others, even the dull and the ignorant, for they too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexations to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain or bitter, for always there will be greater and lesser people than yourself. Enjoy your achievement as well as your plans. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.